In case you didn't know, the things that you do with your money truly matters. You can often affect change in this country with your wallet as much as you can with your vote. One way of doing this is buying things that are made here in America. And I want to talk to you about what it means to be made in America. When you buy clothing from American Giant, you should know you are getting true American quality, a product with merit made by people in this country for a fair wage. Every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled here by Americans. So you're not just buying clothing. You're investing in the process of bringing things back home to be made here in America. You can buy less expensive stuff, but it is it's all made by people in third world countries that don't get a living wage. There is an American giant in all of us. Find yours at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is election day, and I want you to do one thing before you vote. This is very important. Before you vote today, go grocery shopping, then gas up your car, then pay your bills, then look at your 401k, then go vote. John wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He said, I had such a severe knee pain for so long. Eventually, I wasn't able, even able to work anymore. But then I heard about Relief Factor, decided might as well give it a try. Within just a few weeks, I was not only able to go back to work. Now I can go hiking and bike riding with virtually no pain at all. Thank you, Relief Factor. John, thank you for writing in. Relief Factor is a drug developed just for people like you that have really kind of tried everything else and nothing seems to work. This is taking you back to more natural approach to medicine. It reduces inflammation and unlike ibuprofen, it attacks inflammation from four different directions and four different remedies. Uh, It works about 70% of the time people um, will go and order Relief Factor and they'll order more month after month. That tells me an awful lot about the effectiveness of Relief Factor. See if you're in that 70%, will you? Just go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800, the number four, relief, 800, the number four, relief, relieffactor.com. It is election day. All the is a stalemate in the race for Congress on how Americans view the three days until decision day for the midterm election. People have to make this choice. 
The average person is faced with 35,000 choices every single day. Some are made in an instant, blip of time so small it doesn't even register. Eggs or pancakes, polo or tea. But some of them are life and death. She is a broken should I leave or should we stay? Speak or stay silent? Run toward or run away? Stand or sit? Flee or fight? Freedom or... The American people have decided... Totalitarianism. She must survive. Two years ago... We had a choice. I had a choice. You had a choice. Every single American had a choice. And some... Chose incorrectly. One choice from the 35,000 daily decisions changed this nation forever. They seized upon that choice with every fiber in their beings. They took it by the horns and they're doing everything they can to never let go of the powers they've obtained. They're using their money, their influence, their manipulation to fundamentally transform this country so far beyond what our founders imagined so far beyond the America we grew up in that I'm concerned our constitutional republic no longer really exists. And now, government elites are using us as pathetic pawns in their power plays. You, me, the business owner, the farmer, the nurse, the teacher, the cop, the kid in kindergarten. We're all slowly and meticulously being molded into foot soldiers for DC's all-powerful. But today, we have something much greater than a choice. Today, we have a second chance, a monumental opportunity to save America, to save freedom, to save our kids from slavery, to save the shining city on the hill that has become a beacon of light for so many around the world. We have an opportunity today to begin the process of winding all of this back. She is a broken Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, I don't think we get a third time. She has no time Tonight, it's time to stop the madness, save the republic. Today is the day that we begin this process. Today's the day we've, we talk every day, every day, about how the people in Washington, how the people in our own states or our own cities or on our own school boards, how they are desecrating the office, how they are not living up to their promise. Today is our day. Today is the day we need to be fulfilling the duties of our office, the most important office in America, that office of a responsible citizen. One that just doesn't bitch and moan. One that just doesn't want everybody else to do something for them, but one that understands what this Constitution is. 
when we go out and vote, we should ask ourselves, is my vote empowering the government to do more? Or is my vote empowering individuals to control their own destiny? Because that's what we really are. But we've been tricked into thinking that, no, no, you don't really have the power. You really can't do the common sense thing. How many times have you had conversations with people in business or in, you know, building a shed Doing something on your property and the government gets involved and you look at your neighbors and you're talking about it and you're like, ah, it's government. How many times have you and your friend said, you know, it's really not that hard. I don't know why everybody makes it so complicated. We make it complicated because we vote in the people who want to grow the government so the government can do more. Never doubt the power of the people who have been tricked into thinking, oh, I'm, I'm just a mom. Never doubt the power of the people who say, I, I, I'm just one person. What can I do? Stop believing the lie. Here's the truth. You are an American citizen you are the most empowered individual to ever walk the face of the earth. But only if you believe that. Because if you believe that, you know who the government works for in every other country. The government doesn't work for the people and by the people and of the people. It's here in America. And people have been trying to convince us that we're just like every other place, but we're not. Bad things have happened. Lies have spread about our founders, our founding, our founding documents, which hardly anyone even reads anymore. How can you possibly go to vote if you don't know what the Declaration of Independence says? Because that's our mission statement. We told the king, look, we have to go our separate ways because you don't know us. And we're not just breaking away because we think there's a better king. We think completely differently than you. What we're going to create, if we win this battle and separate from you, what we're going to create is completely different. That all men are created equal and endowed by a creator with certain inalienable rights and among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. Not to protect the king, but to protect those rights. Bad things have happened because we've listened to experts and the experts are wrong. I don't even know why I vote anymore. Well, let me give you a reason. It's the whole thing our republic is based on. I vote because I believe 
that there is endless and extraordinary possibilities in the ordinary person. Empower yourself. Empower others. Because that's truly what made America, America. Vote to empower people. We begin in just a minute. I got to tell you about some of the things that are going on today uh, revolving around the election that we're going to get to a couple of things. Uh, we have uh, Stu's latest his prediction for tonight and it's, it was my final except for the ones i'm going to release after the results <laughs> yeah, that right. one's going to be i'm going yeah, to yeah, nail yeah. that one would you bet on it I, I would bet on a lot of the races but yeah. there's a bunch in the middle that no way like, like as a sports better there's certain games you just stay away from i don't yeah. know what's going on that, yeah. that's where i would be on a lot of these races yeah, I, had, I know I no mattress choice. max with the astros i'm not, <laughs> not no. putting <laughs> I'm not putting ten million dollars down on this bet. No, no. It really. Could, I mean, I think you know. There's a lot of optimism for good reason, but it's not a sure thing yeah. today. Uh, and we'll we'll tell you some of the things that are going on uh, throughout the show that you need to pay attention to. And we also want to go through some of the uh, the propositions that are in the bills. And by the way, if it says bond. Change that word as you're going to the into the voting booth. If it says Bond, know that that's not James Bond. And that really has nothing to do with schools. Schools are more well-financed than ever before in human history. When it says Bond, replace that word in your mind with tax. Now, I'm for the new fill-in-the-blank tax. I think. I think they have enough of our tax money myself. America is not done one way or another, no matter how things turn out. We still have a country, and it's up to you and me to keep proving that every single day. It's time to keep pushing leftist ideology back into the pit from whence it came. And it's time for you and me to put our money into solid American businesses One of those businesses that you've really helped grow is Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Now, I've told you a million times different things that they do to get involved, but let me tell you how much of an impact they're having. BBC just did a uh, a special or a uh, uh, an in-depth report on Patriot Mobile. They are a national Christian Christian nationalist kind of company. Yeah. Now, can you name one cell company over in Great Britain? One. Name one. I can't, and I'm in the media. I can't think of one. Boy, they must have really good reporters at the BBC because how they found this new Christian phone, mobile phone carrier is beyond me. Wow, I wouldn't even know where to begin to look. They found it because somebody is very upset at the power that they are upsetting. That's reason, well, reason number one to switch. You're going to get the same great cell service. You're going to save money. Uh, They've got great customer service, all of that stuff. 
but they are making the power to be very angry. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Yesterday, I told you that Missouri Secretary of State was emailed uh, uh, a message from the Department of Justice, the Civil Rights Division. We wanted to let you know that we'll be reviewing Cole County's voting program on site Election Day. There will be four Department of Justice staff, including me, working with teams. One team would like to come by your office and just briefly touch base. In uh, election day, we'd appreciate it if you could identify us for us the election official we should touch base with at each polling place. For example, who would be the election judge? Also, would you please let election officials know we'll be visiting each polling place and have a few questions uh, that may assist in making the visits go smoothly. Really? Is that your intention, Department of Justice? Because I was on the phone yesterday on the air with the attorney general of texas and they got the same thing and then later on in the day florida got the same message so you're going to see guys in blue jackets with doj on their backs now i'm sure that's all on the up and up Stu, look who look who runs the civil rights division of the doj Radical, total radical. But Florida is handling things right. And we're going to talk to the uh, secretary of state from Missouri. He's also running for um, the Senate and going to win uh, in uh, Missouri, I believe, Eric Schmidt. We're going to talk to him in just a second. But here's how Florida responded. Please find the attached letter from the Florida Department of State invoking Florida law to remind the Department of Justice that federal election monitors are not permitted inside polling places as it would be counterproductive and could potentially undermine confidence in the election. Additionally, the Florida Department of State is hereby informing the Department of Justice that its own representatives will be dispatched uh, to ensure that no interference with the voting process occurs. Then... This is the letter that was attached earlier today. The Florida Department of State uh, received copies of your letters to Miami, Dade and Broward counties in which you seem to indicate that the Department of Justice will send monitors inside polling places in these counties. We also understand you sent similar letters to Palm Beach County, but the Department of Justice monitors are not permitted under federal law. Section blah, blah, blah. The Florida statutes list the people who may enter any polling room or polling place. The Department of Justice personnel are not included on that list, even if they could qualify as law enforcement under Section 102 of the Florida statutes. Absent some evidence concerning the need for federal intrusion or some federal statute that preempts Florida law, the presence of Florida uh, or a federal law enforcement inside polling places would be counterproductive and could potentially undermine confidence in the election. 
Indeed, your letters do not detail the need for federal monitors in these counties. None of the counties are currently subject to any election-related federal consent decrees. None of the counties have been accused of violating the rights of language or racial minorities or the elderly or disabled. Your letters simply provide a non-exhaustive list of federal election statutes as the basis for this action without pointing to any specific statutory authorization. When asked for specific authorization during our phone call, you didn't provide any. Accordingly, the Department of State invokes its authority under Section 101 of the Florida statutes to send its own monitors to the three targeted jurisdictions. These monitors will ensure that there is no interference with the voting process. You have my cell phone number. Please let me know how best to coordinate with your team as Florida works towards another smooth election day. That's the way to handle it. There's one other thing, and this is good news. How much time do I have here, Sarah? Tom Cotton, Chuck Grassley, Marsha Blackburn, Mike Lee, and Marco Rubio have just sent a letter to uh, the 50 largest law firms in the country. Dear fill in the blank, we are writing about your firm's environmental, social, and governance practice. Although businesses would certainly be wise to lawyer up before undertaking an ESG initiative, your firm has a duty to fully inform your clients of the risks they incur by participating in climate cartels and other ill-advised ESG schemes. During a recent Senate Judiciary Committee hearing, FTC Commissioner uh, Lena Khan said she's also the assistant attorney general of the antitrust division, blah, 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 were asked to share their thoughts about ESG collusion. Commissioner Khan emphasized that there is no ESG exemption to antitrust laws, yada, yada, yada. Um, uh, we uh, the ESG movement attempts to weaponize corporations to reshape society in ways Americans would never endorse at the ballot box of particular concern is the collusive effort to restrict the supply of oil, coal and gas, which is driving energy costs costs up all over the globe. Over the coming months and years, Congress will increasingly use its oversight powers to scrutinize institutional antitrust violations being committed in the name of ESG. You should warn and advise your clients that are participating in ESG initiatives. Both you and your clients should take care to preserve relevant documents and anticipation of congressional investigations. Program. That's great. This is why they are so scared. And they they know they can't they cannot lose today. You've got to go out and vote. If you spend any uh, any time at all on the Internet, whether it's on your computer or phone or some other device, you are potentially putting information at risk being hacked by cyber criminals, people who will steal anything and everything that you don't have nailed down. Basically, you know, if you don't spend any time at all on the Internet, you're fine. You're fine. But what's wrong with you? Sorry. It's important. It's important. You're normal. You know, you're better than normal. The uh, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are in fact affecting our lives. Uh, we do everything online and uh, people are working hard all over the world 
to get your stuff and your identity. That's why nobody can prevent all of it. But LifeLock by Norton can help keep it safe. And then you have access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. So go to LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. You'll save 25%. LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Tonight's the night. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Don't miss the coverage. Use the promo code REDWAVE to save 30 bucks. Do you know the worst part of election night? I think turning on cable news and hearing nothing but bland, stale, prepackaged talking points that usually piss you off <laughs> from over uh, overpaid bloviators who all were part of the system. And now they're like, and they're trying to give you ad, uh, advice and uh, uh, ideas of how important these elections are. Really? Because you've been in the system. You like the system. What are you talking about? Skip the boring and predictable commentary and come spend election night with us tonight. I'm hosting. Stu will be there. Dave Rubin, Sarah Gonzalez, Steve Dace. Uh, she's all of the all of the big uh, hosts on uh, the blaze are going to be a part of this some way or another tonight. In the first hour, our guests are Donald Trump, the president. Uh, and uh, also uh, Megan Kelly. Oh, yeah. And Megan Kelly. Just, just those two. Just in the first hour. Not, so Not a bad first uh, hour. We have Dave Rubin. He's going to be with uh, uh, the uh, governor of Florida. We've got lots of things planned. Make sure you uh, watch this tonight. You can find it as a Blaze TV sub- subscriber. Go to blazetv.com slash midterms. Use the promo code REDWAVE at checkout. You're going to get $30 off your subscription. This is the largest discount we've ever offered. Don't miss out. The coverage begins tonight on Blaze TV at 7.45 p.m. Fun, wild, tragically sad if it doesn't go our way tonight. <laughs> but it's, it's, I, I really think it's going to. Um, Eric Schmidt is uh, with us. He is the Missouri Attorney General. I think he's one of the strongest. There's like... There's like four of them in the country that I can always count on and go, yep, they're going to do the right thing. Eric Schmidt is one of those guys. He is the attorney general who's running for the U.S. Senate. And you are, I mean, I say this without trying to jinx it. Um, you are way ahead in your election, are you not, Eric? We feel good about it, and that's what the polling would suggest. But you know this, Glenn, I like know. You got these uh you got to run through the tape here and make sure people get out and vote. But I know. it's exciting. We're confident. And uh, like I, we're working really hard. I mean, you talk about it all the time, Glenn. I think the fate of this republic hangs in the balance. We cannot go another two years with what we've seen. We've been fighting those fights in the AG's office. And I want to take that same fighting spirit to the Senate. Well, we need you in there. I, I don't know if you've seen the letter from uh, Grassley and, and Mike Lee and Tom Cotton that talk about ESG, there is a mm-hmm. big coalition in the Senate that's going to take that on next year, and I think that's great. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I look forward to hopefully joining that. As you know, Glenn, uh, we opened up a, a big investigation just a few weeks ago against six of the biggest banks in the world for this UN Net Zero Carbon Alliance, yep. uh, Net Zero Banking Alliance, where they want to have their portfolios by 2050 carbon neutral. What does that mean? Well, that means not only going after oil and gas production, which is, by the way, driving inflation because we've choked that off, 
um, going after um, car manufacturers. And California is the, the worst example of this, right? They, on Monday, they say uh, no more uh, gas-powered vehicles. On Friday, they say, oh, yeah, we don't, we, you can't charge your electric vehicle. It's just totally insane. But also, it's traditional agriculture. I mean, they're going to go after your farm, your loan, because you have too many diesel-powered vehicles. This is a radical agenda. We see the short-term play right now with the Biden administration. This ESG movement's a long-term play. It's antithetical to capitalism. It's antithetical to the American experiment. And we got to stop it. Well, I do want to also tell you that uh, tomorrow I start a campaign uh, for all the Senate senators, Republican, that have been elected or are currently there, except for Mitt Romney. Um, I am uh, I am starting a campaign to get Rick Scott to replace, um, uh, you know, Turtle Man. What's his name? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. I, I block his name all the time. Yes, you do. It's bad. And I'm not going to ask you to, if, to join that campaign until tomorrow. Then I'll talk to you about it. Um, so, <laughs> Eric. I saw the DOJ's plans to monitor monitor elections. I know now it's happening in Missouri, it's happening in Texas, and it's happening in Florida. Uh, what are you doing about it in Missouri? And have they said why they're coming to monitor your elections? You know, everybody just became aware of this last minute, as you would expect. And we're uh, obviously uh, monitoring this ourselves and watching very closely. I think it's a glimpse, Glenn into two things. One is the over-politization of DOJ. We have seen this time and time again now, whether it's going after political enemies like some sort of banana republic that did, you know, raiding the, the pre-dawn raid of the former president's home mm-hmm. and likely rival, which is nuts. And by the way, if that were happening in another country, our State Department would be like warning Americans about it, yeah, right? It's happening here. Um, so you got that going on. And of course, you've got the infamous... Patriot using the Patriot Act to go after parents who show up at school board meetings. These folks at the top are hell bent on power and control. And one of our important roles in the Senate in this oversight function is we got to bring these folks in, and not just there. Obviously, we've got in our lawsuit against big tech coordinating with big government a deposition scheduled with Anthony Fauci. I think he needs to be brought in in 2023 and clear his calendar. But back to DOJ, you've seen the overpolitization. It's also a, um, a tell for them of what they really want to do when they talk about federalizing our elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want command and control from Washington, D.C. The Constitution is very clear that state legislatures set the time, place, and manner of elections. Um, and uh, this is a, a preemptive um, message, I guess, they're sending to 24 states where they're quote unquote monitoring it. So uh, we're concerned about it. We're watching it. Um, but again, it's part and parcel of this DOJ that, again, has just become way too political so wait a minute 24 states how many of them are uh, blue states i haven't seen the full list i really haven't i just know that in missouri you know our secretary of state became aware of this just about 48 hours ago yeah yeah so anyway so it's okay it, it, it's, so are you doing florida florida department of state just uh, said you're not welcome. In fact, uh, federal election monitors are not permitted inside of polling places as it would be counterproductive and potentially undermine the confidence in this election. Um, so they're saying, don't don't you dare do it. Yeah, no, we've pushed back. Um, we've pushed back. And again, it's it's kind of unclear what exactly, you know, this quote unquote monitoring, like, you know, it's just it's this vagueness. But I think it's it's meant to send a message. Right. Again, this is just. This is not what DOJ is supposed to be, right? The Department of Justice uh, is supposed to be this neutral actor 
that, um, you know, represents the government in certain cases, right? What we're seeing right now, and it's not just DOJ, sadly. I mean, you're seeing this with the 87,000 new, new IRS agents, which, by yeah. the way, is one thing that we got to take care of right away when we get into Congress, make sure those people don't get funded. But you're just seeing the administrative state now take on an even more aggressive approach. And I actually think they're going to try to accelerate this, Glenn. I think that, you know, especially if Republicans take over tonight, they know that the only way they can get move their agenda forward isn't legislatively. It's through this administrative state. And Mike Lee is somebody that I admire. He endorsed me in my primary. Um, and I know that you hold that same admiration for him. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a good man. And working on, on some things that, that pull back that power. The founders never envisioned in the system of self-government and separation of powers, which is meant to protect individual liberty. They never thought. And by the way, half of the Federalist Papers are written about how these different, you know, um, branches would jealously guard their power, right? They, they knew what human nature was like. They never thought that the Article One branch Congress would willingly cede all this authority right. to the Article Two branch, the executive branch. Right. We got to rein that back in, whether it's for every new rule, pull back 10, or it's if it has an impact over X, Y, and Z, Congress has to vote on it. We got to do that because the folks in Congress, Glenn, are perfectly happy, many of them, with saying, I voted for the greatest bill in the world, but I can't believe what the EPA did. We got to get through that because people aren't accountable. And that's what our entire system of self-government is based on. If you want to understand what, you know, Missouri's always been suspicious of the government, you know, central government a thousand miles away telling us how to live our lives. But at the root of it is nobody knows who the deputy undersecretary of the Department of Transportation is. And this is at the heart of all of these big issues we're talking about. A lot of our lawsuits, a lot of things you talk about. We got to get that under control. It doesn't make front page, you know, sort of headlines, but it's the root of frustration. It's the root of the problem. All right, my man. Um, are you still out campaigning today? We did. We did a. Uh, we did a election days. You know, interesting, right? Like we did a a six day uh, tour yesterday around the state. Uh, I'm going to go vote with my, my wife here in about 10 minutes. Uh, we've got a family tradition of eating pizza on election day. Uh, so we'll do that later today. <laughs> so there's a lot of things, but you're going to still try to, you know, talk to voters. Uh, but, you know, today's a day where people let their voices be heard. It, and it's, we're in the greatest country in the history of the world. And I think people understand the stakes today. We have to preserve that. We have to take this country back because there's nowhere else to go. This is the greatest experiment in human history there is nowhere else to go. And once you lose it, you don't get it back. Every civilization has a beginning and has an end. And I don't think that uh, the American people right now want to give up on this country. So today's a big, big day. Hopefully your election coverage tonight, you guys are having a lot of fun declaring, you know, this red wave. But we got to earn it. Well, like I said, you, you cannot count it. You got to get out and vote. We would love to have you on as soon as you walk off stage, uh, you know, uh, accepting uh, tonight. So. Uh, we'd love to have you part of the uh, the program. Listen, um, take care, be safe. Thank you for everything you've done, and we look for big things. Uh, assuming you win tonight. All right, Glenn. Take care. Thank God you. bless. Bye bye. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just such a tough spot to be a politician in the middle of the uh, election day interview, where you know, yeah. like you know, Eric's. I think polling looks really good. I think uh, I think change. he's going to win, but like you don't want people to say ah he's gonna win they're not gonna come oh, out that's to the, polls. the worst thing you gotta remember. anyone can do yeah the worst <laughs> thing anyone can do i would not look at any of this stuff as as a sure, as a sure thing
I mean, these are these races can go either way. You know, the, the Missouri race was supposed to be one of the closest in the country. I think, you know, Eric has done a really good job as a candidate and, and has opened up a lead in the polling. But not only a good job as a candidate, I think he was a strong attorney general. Yeah, I, I think he went after the bad guys well, over and over and over again. And people rewarded him two different that. jobs, though. You know, yes. you can be a really competent public servant and then suck as a candidate. We've seen yes. that many yeah, 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 times yeah. and people lose races that way. He's been able to, to handle both of those jobs which is is great and i I think he's going to be a really good senator when he wins today yes good news today um hopefully we have uh masters on with us today we have when is he coming up do you know don't know yet um we've got a few of them stopping stopping by today anxious to see what is happening with carrie lake you know she was in uh, her her office was attacked nobody's talking about all of the things that are that are happening to the republicans the violence the uh um, the, the threats that are going on they don't talk about we are that. in the hunter biden window that's a new thing that has developed in elections there's a hunter biden window that journalists now all have adopted like it's you know it's uh it's a national holiday where they have a uh moratorium a on mm-hmm. news that could possibly help republicans yeah and they I'm, just you just you just look it's too important this is them talking it's too important we, I know the journalism thing. We're supposed to report both sides. Blah 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 blah. But when we're this close, we can't. We can't throw. We could. T- we could tell Nancy that story Pelosi. after Nancy Pelosi. We could tell that story after yeah, the election, right? right? And yeah. that is what I think really is has been implemented, is starting after 2016 with the you know the James Comey letter and and the and that stuff that developed right before that election. They said they'd never make that mistake again, and they are trying to implement that. So I would like to just ask you one question. It's more rhetorical. We can get to the answer maybe tomorrow. Uh, why is it that Nancy Pelosi and the San Francisco police refuse to give anyone the mugshot of the perpetrator that tried? What? Why? I don't know. What? What is? Hmm. All right. Back in just a second. We lost almost 3,000 people on 9-11, and today, two decades later, there are still people dying from 9-11-related illnesses. But with only two states mandating K-12 through learning about it, we have a whole new generation of kids coming up who know little to nothing about our nation's darkest days, at least one of them. A day when the courage of the American spirit shone the brightest, 9-11. That's why Tunnel to Towers... The 9-11 Institute is so important. It provides educators with nonfiction resources on 9-11 for kids, grades K through 12, including scripted social studies lessons and activities. They're not learning any of this stuff. They're not learning any of it. They also have the nonfiction Discovering Heroes book series that accompanies the curriculum. They also have an 1,100-square-foot mobile museum exhibit touring with 9-11 artifacts. I, I think these guys are amazing. In fact, I'm working on some things that uh, I want to present to them to to go do some things together because I think this is so important. To never forget, we have to educate future generations. Donate eleven dollars a month to Tunnel Two Towers. That's T Two T dot org. T the number two T dot org. The Glenn Back Program. Oh, oh, oh. 
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I'm excited to hear your predictions. Are you? I am. I am. Uh, I, I will say it was tough to do. I, I think, you know, I'm hoping there are some good things that are going to come. And I think dealing with optimism for me in these situations is difficult. I'm me not too. good at it. I'm, I I'm really, <laughs> I'm very confident when I say, yep, going to lose. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's how I feel. That's why mm. I've been very confident in past elections that I thought we were going to lose. <laughs> and then we did. Mm. Uh, and I, I felt very confident. This is a weird one. I mean, I think it's close. There's a lot of races. You know, one of the things that scares me about some of the races that I have optimism on is Republicans were significantly behind. They jammed on the Excel, uh, uh, put their foot on the accelerator pedal and and really flew up out of nowhere mm-hmm. and got right to about tied and just stopped. stopped and so these races have been holding at basically even the masters race is one of them the the, the new hampshire one is another uh, that has happened recently uh the pennsylvania one is another one of these stories where you just saw it like you know I, there was a poll we did back you know in the summer where john fetterman was up by 21 points and then now we kind of got right back into that you know very even area and all the polling movement stopped in the last week or so so it's a it's a weird time but we have the predictions i i decided you know you got to put every single state no toss-ups you got to put everyone in a column so we did that yesterday i know you did as well right yeah i did i did as well went through the whole thing i'm I'm anxious to see if we match up gosh i I don't know if that's good or bad we'll do that agree then we're screwed (laughs) we're screwed uh (laughs) Uh, we'll uh, we'll do that coming up in just a second. Stand by.